Yakuza. Yakuza. Yakuza Kick Radio. 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 This is the bulldozer, Matt Tremont. That there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m. Yakuza Kick Radio. Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us, Jesus! God and baby, Jesus! Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on this is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the action of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity Toby Klein, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your gym, fella. This is Greg Excellent, Bearded Dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, you're probably watching porn. You have this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason Man. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on that cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you couldn't. Now look at that jockey, homie. Fuck that. Black dude. This bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. It is Wednesday, October 10th, 2015. Welcome to Yakuza Kick Radio. I'm your host, Jake Almarvis. Uh, you know, I got a few things to touch on tonight. Uh, and, you know, not going to be a tremendously long show. I figure I'll do, you know, kind of quick one. When I say quick, you know, still a little over an hour. But, um, you know, I, I decided to do, you know, go guest list this week. I want to, you know, go a little light. Uh, last week's show took a lot of work, you know, so I... I just wanted to kind of, you know, take it easy this week. Um, you know, for those who didn't listen to last week's show, you, you got to go back and listen. Uh, I did a tribute to Fat Frank, and, um, you know, it's got to be heard. I, I just, I, I was really happy with the way it came out. Um, you know, it was something that was really, really heartfelt because, you know, I got a lot of love for Jersey All Pearl. I've been a big fan of them for a long time. I'm not going to go back into the whole thing, but, um, you know, Fat Frank is, is one of a kind. He's going to be missed. And um, I, I feel like I paid him pretty good tribute, um, at least, you know, the best I could. So, um, you know, go back and listen to that show. I can't imagine why you'd be listening to this show and not that one. So um, definitely go back and listen to that if you haven't heard it yet. Um, 
two weeks ago when I did the uh, my last show, I had Devin on, and then afterwards, I you know I went in on about uh, you know a lot of different topics. Um, towards the end of the show, Blog Talk did this weird shit with me where um, they they cut off the show while I was talking, but somehow tagged on the outro, which I had to press myself. So, you know, and I even contacted them about it, and they said, oh, well, you know, the uh, the the end show button was clicked such and such a time. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense because if the show was cut off early, my outro would not have been on there because I, I clicked that manually. I mean, anybody who's listened to the show, you know, knows at the end of the show, most times I'm going, where the fuck is the outro? You know, so I I clicked it personally. So if the show got cut off early, there would be no outro on it. And then I'd, I'd understand anybody that said, oh, well, something happened. But for some reason, it was like it cut me off talking and then cut off the whole last half hour of the show and then somehow pasted the fucking uh, the outro on it. So it was weird shit, and I never got, like, a full response back from um, Blog Talk as far as, you know, what the fuck happened there. Um, I will give them credit on a side note. I will give them credit for, um, you know, if you remember back when David Starr, uh, I had David Starr on, and it cut him off during the interview. And then um, about an hour into the show, it cut him off, and uh, he couldn't call back in. I couldn't play audio clips. I couldn't do anything. Just completely cut the show off. And, um, you know, luckily I was able to have him come back on the next night with Shane Strickland, so it was even better. But in the same token, um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened, but they told me that they were going to give me some kind of, you know, uh, compensation for that, which, you know, I, you know, I believe it when I see it type thing, you know. And it's been a while since then, so I sure as fuck thought I was out of luck, you know. And, um Sure enough, they hit me with an email the other day and said, yeah, you know, uh, we're going to give you 50% off your billing for October, and uh, there you go. And, and sure enough, that's what they did. So, you know, good on them for that. Uh, you know, I appreciate that. It, you know, it does uh, suck to have your shows fucked up, and it is worth something if you're paying for it, for Christ's sake. So, um, you know, good on them. Um, so, you know, I, the last thing I was talking about was the Nick Gage situation. and. And that's where I was cut off. So I, I kind of want to bring that back around again just because um, I'm not going to go into the entire thing again. But, yeah, I do want to touch on the topic again for, for two reasons. Number one, because I never got to fully conclude what I was saying. I gave, you know, a big, long story about how I got locked up in New York and um, called a bunch of weed and locked up in New York. This is, you know, many years ago. And how, you know, there was no charity being raised then. It wasn't a situation where I would even ask a whole bunch of my friends, everybody chip in so I could pay my thing. You know, like it just wouldn't, it wouldn't cross my mind to do such a thing. But you know, the reason I, I even told that story to begin with was not, you know, as a point of bragging or as a point of anything, because you know, it isn't about that for me, but for me, if I did something wrong, if I fucked up, and that that's what it is. I don't give a fuck what you decide to do in life. You decide to, to do drugs, sell drugs, rob people, um, whatever the case is that you want to do. Obviously, everyone knows right and wrong. If you don't know right and wrong, then that, that's a whole other situation you could deal with. But, um, you know, you know what you're doing is illegal. And 
if you get caught, stop with the, stop with the fucking police shit. Stop with the fucking the man got you. The man didn't get a motherfucking thing. You fucked up. So that's on you. Like again, when I got caught, I, you know, of course, you know, when you're up in the, you know, um, in the situation of doing those type of things, you, you know, you you'll have that fuck the police kind of mentality. Well, fuck them because they're the one that catch you. But when it comes down to it, you're the one who fucked up. You know what I mean? So you got to take responsibility for that, a hundred percent. So that that's just overall, um, you know, the way I was feeling about things. And crazy enough, because I was just talking about how ridiculous of a cause that is. Because hey, man, if you want to go and you want to pay for this guy to get bailed out, or you want to pay for a lawyer or whatever. Go ahead. I, I really don't think that should be on the fans. And, you know, for it to be called a good cause is just absolutely absurd. And to follow it up, Fast Frank passes away. And you don't want to talk about a good cause? How about a cause where, you know, they don't have a, have, have a guy in their life the next day? You know, one, one day these two kids have a father, and the next day, like, snap of the fingers, they don't. You know what I mean? Like, you want to talk about a good cause? Talk about something like that. Uh, there's there's millions of good causes, you know, that money could be donated to. But if we're gonna paint something as ridiculous as a guy can't keep clean after doing four years for being, you know, so addicted to drugs that he robbed a bank, and less than six months out he can't pass a drug test, that's a problem. That's a problem that's on him. And you know, this isn't me being some kind of hater. Or, or being a dickhead or, or talking shit or any of that. So, I mean, I really don't care who takes offense to this, but in the same token, I'm not saying this to be some kind of fucking tough guy or, or you know, be, you know, you know, running my mouth. I, you know, this isn't about any of that. It's what's right is right as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, I know a lot of people who have have a sane mind agree with me on this shit because it doesn't make any fucking sense. That shit is on him. And to me, you know, the wrestlers don't go out of their way to go pay for anything that happens to a fan. I mean, on on a broad scale, like what what wrestler goes out and fucking oh, dude, um, you know, this fan was here every month and his car broke down, so you know he can't make shows until he gets his car fixed. When when do when do the wrestlers go? Shit, man, let's chip in and get this guy's car fixed because he's such a loyal fan. You know what I mean? Like, on a small to large scale, that, that shit doesn't happen the other way. So I can't look at it any other way but taking advantage of the fucking fans who are already giving you money to support your career. Um, and that that's just the truth, man. And, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, you, you watch these shoot interviews that Gage did when he got out. And it's all super tough guy shit where it's all, no, I'm done with drugs, I'm done with drugs. That's behind me. I'm in a good place. I know happiness. This is the, you know. Obviously, it's bullshit because you see what's going on now. And then, secondly, you know they're talking about you know what about a what about a regular job? What about this? No, well, first things first. I'm worried about wrestling. I'm worried about wrestling. I'm worried about wrestling. Well, I mean, maybe if there was a little bit more of a focus on a real life instead of you know. And I know people hate to hear shit like that. Like, oh fuck, who is he shitting on wrestling? No, man. But I'll tell you as a guy who you know. You know, I'm sober over two years now. So, I mean, alcoholism was was my problem, but I have an addicted personality. So, 
if you gave me anything else instead of the alcohol, well, I'd be addicted to that because that's an addictive personality. Just like right now, I'm addicted to the fitness, you know what I mean? And, and that's that's a great addiction to have, but that's that's where I'm at now, you know what I mean? That's why I have ridiculous focus on that because it's I was able to switch my addictive mind towards a positive thing. But what it is is, you know, you can't just switch that off. And, you know, there's a certain, there's a certain mind state that goes along with that. And if you have that gene in you, which Gage clearly does, you can't just do a bunch of drugs to the extent of, of wanting to rob a bank and then go, well, you know, okay, I'm good. Now I could dabble in it. No, the fuck you can't. It's a big, big problem. It's it's a major fucking problem. And people don't like to see it that way. They seem to think, well, you know, well, maybe it's weed. And, oh, well, it's only weed. It's not only anything. This is, this is a dude that has a substance problem to such an excess. Most people can't fathom the type of thing. And, you know, people who don't have an addiction problem will never really get that because it doesn't affect them in the, light, in the slightest. People without addiction problems can, you know, get a bottle of pills because, you know, uh, they had a, you know, a toothache or whatever and take them as direct, you know, had a, had a tooth removed or, you know, um, or, or broke something or whatever the case is. And, man, you know, you, you'll see people that don't have addictive personalities and don't have that issue. Oh, well, shit, they got a bottle of Percocets that's, uh, you know, three-quarters of the way full sitting in their cabinet that's almost expired because it doesn't it, it doesn't affect them that way. You know, people with an addictive personality, <laughs> that shit rarely fucking lasts anywhere near that fucking, you know, that the end of that month. I mean, regardless of what you're into. So it's just shit that I, I know from what I've seen, you know, and... And wrestling as a whole has a very party, party type um, atmosphere. You know, like I know it's not quite the same as far as like you know the back of the arena like it was before, but that that type of thing still exists. And there are many many of fans will that'll just give you whatever your vice is. They'll hand it to you for free. So, what other, what other environment? Do you have your temptations being handed to you free? I mean, it's it's a very, very dangerous environment to be in. I mean, I'm, me personally, I would have loved to see the guy. And again, this is his life. This is his business. But the same reason why it's his life and it's his business is the same reason I think it's his business and it's his problem if he goes and fucks up. You know what I mean? Like, that's on you. The same way it's on you to not fuck up, it's on you if you do fuck up. So, but... I would have liked to have seen him get out, stable, really, like, you know, figure out, you know, like a stable environment, a stable living situation, um, you know, get himself into a training regimen, and a couple months later maybe get back into the wrestling. When you get out and you're taking bookings within a couple weeks of being out, or, or very, you know, I forget if it was a week or two weeks or whatever the case was. When you got out, um, I, I mean, you just launch yourself right back into the um, into the danger zone, so to speak. 
And uh, I don't know. I would think that's a very risky situation. I, I don't know if, you know, what's, what's happened is proven me right or what. But, again, that's on him. And that's, that's my main point of this whole situation is that it, it should be on him. Do you want to talk about a good cause? Do you want to donate to a good cause? Let's talk about let's talk about Fast Rank as far as the wrestling scene goes. Anybody you know who go, wants to go out there and support you know someone in in the wrestling business that have gone above and beyond to give them entertainment. I mean, let's let's you know get our priorities straight here. So that that's just me. Um, speaking of causes. Um, CM Punk uh, went on and uh, I, I'm a CM Punk fan now every single time this dude knows like the key phrase to piss wrestling fans off is it's fake <laughs> and anybody out there who legitimately thinks that a guy who went from the indies for years and years and years to the top of the WWE and, and suffered a bunch of injuries along the way. If anybody actually thinks that that guy believes that wrestling is just fake, you guys are fucking stupid. The fact that he could just say that phrase and enrage fucking wrestling fans, he knows that shit. It's like a fucking... It's like when those dogs are trained to just go off when they hear a word. That's his word for you guys. He's still a better heel than the majority of the fucking WWE without even being in the business anymore. Because he could say that fucking sentence and you motherfuckers hate him. You guys are fucking marking out for his heel routine every time he does it. Every fucking time he does it. And if he ever comes back to the WWE down the road, He's going to be over like a motherfucker whether you like him right now or you don't like him. This is it, man. And, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, don't like him as far as, you know, well, he wasn't he wasn't good to this guy or wasn't nice to this guy on the Indies and this and that. Well, look where the fuck he got. I will take his fucking career over Justice Payne's career or anybody else who we had a problem with on the Indies career any fucking day of the week. Triple H hated that fucking guy. And he fucking got to the top of WWE despite that shit to be over through the fans' approval and the fans' demand for him to be over and and just busted his fucking ass. I mean, there's people who don't like him, but you got to face the fact that this guy physically busted his ass. He put out the best fucking promos in the business to the point where half of the fucking indies want to be CM Punk now. And everybody's trying to shoot. Everybody wants to shoot, shoot, shoot. With fucking pipe bombs and all that other bullshit. And they sound corny as hell. But in the meantime, CM Punk brought that shit to the table. And it's some of these same motherfuckers that'll go online and start losing their shit because he said, oh, wrestling's fake. How dare you say wrestling? Like, you know, every time you guys react like that, you really come off just like that. It's still real to me, damn it, guy. That's that's the first thing I think about when he calls it fake and wrestling fans start fucking losing their shit online. Every one of you just sound like, it's still real to me, damn it. You know, that fucking guy. Because it's just, it's fucking comical. Obviously, the re- wrestling is something that CM Punk loved. And, and to call him bitter 
because of the way shit ended. Look, he didn't like the way the shit ended. If you listen to the interview that he did was on the, the Colt Cabana thing, he explained his thing. And, I mean, part of it you might agree with, part of it you might not agree with. Maybe you don't agree with any of it. But you have his reasons why he didn't like the way the shit went down at the end. You know? But obviously a bad relationship kind of throughout. You know, he did pretty fucking well for himself for the, you know, um, for, for one of his bosses really not liking him. So, you know, but when you leave, it's not going to be like a fucking, you know, wonderful situation. And, of course, he's going to take his little jabs here and there. Um, when he went out and said what he said this time about the uh, Susan G. Komen Foundation being a scam, He's right, man. There, I mean, go look that shit up. Independent of any CM Punk, anything. The fucking the the Susan G. Komen shit is a complete scam. The the amount of money that's actually donated to cancer breast cancer research off of what is actually raised is so minuscule. It's a slap in the face to anyone who actually does care about the cause. You got to do some research into that stuff, and that's just the truth. And they sell millions upon millions upon millions in merchandise. And the same thing goes for the NFL. I'm going to, you know, so, I mean, you know, he, he's taking a shot at the WWE, but in the same token, he knows he could fucking, he could pop that fucking crowd in a negative way, that internet crowd in a negative way, um, at, at the snap of his fingers. And I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, about the, the, the cancer thing. Now, listen, I have a strong opinion on this because I, I don't like my football players dressing like a bunch of fags in the fucking month of, uh, of October. I mean, now take that for what it's worth. It's not, you know, I'm not saying, you know, okay, people, this and that, and, and I'm not a super PC guy, so I'm not going to make a bunch of fucking apologies, but a bunch of fucking guys running around in pink shit looks fucking stupid. It looks dumb as fuck. And you can start with the, you know, real man wear pink. Yeah, fucking, uh, no. Dudes wear pink to show that they can still be tough no matter what they're fucking wearing. That, that, that's all that is. That's not like an actual, like, pink makes you a real man. Get, get out of here. I mean, this shit looks corny as fuck. When these guys are running around trying to take each other's fucking head off on the on the football field with fucking pink gloves on, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know I mean, or pink shoes and shit. I mean, let's be fucking realistic. And they already exposed that whole shit to begin with a couple years ago. And I think the WWE, uh, not WWE, the NFL doesn't actually do the Sujin D. Coleman thing anymore because it was blown up. And I think now, you know, the pink stuff they did do for um, the breast cancer awareness thing is more just an awareness thing and less about that charity because that charity ain't shit. And um, they didn't want to go down for it. Um, but my other thing is, look, fucking, there's a lot of types of cancer out there. This, this shit kills motherfuckers every day. Um, and and it's terrible. I, I'm pretty sure there's enough awareness for breast cancer. If there's not, okay, great. But there's there's um a dominant male demographic for football, and there's a dominant male demographic for uh, the WWE. 
Now, if you look at these two demographics and then say, this would be a great target audience to bring awareness to a dominantly female disease, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, that that doesn't make a shitload of sense. Um, I mean, for guys to go out there and support a woman's disease, I mean, that that's fine, too. But you don't see on the other side of the spectrum where um, – you know, um, women's tennis players or the WNBA wears a certain color for a month to, um, you know, bring prostate cancer awareness to the forefront. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a weird hypocrisy to it. And there's a good amount of – it's just pandering. It's pandering to the the female demographic and it's trying to bring in more female fans to something that is dominated by, by male fans. Of course, there's female fans in both things, but they want to bring in more because there's so many more of the population that's female that they want to draw in. And if they look sensitive to a female subject, now they're trying to bring in more of, you know, the female audience. But it's not that they actually give a fuck about what it is. And in the meantime, they're making their their fucking football players look like a bunch of pussies for a month. You know, the NFL doesn't run a fucking six-month season. You know what I mean? It's... It's... uh, you know, it only goes on so long. For the whole month of October, for them to look fucking ridiculous like that. And, and I think it's toned down now that they're not with the Susan G. Komen thing. They didn't want to pull it off the table completely. But um, I, I don't really understand why there's a breast cancer awareness month that's like, a, you know, prostate cancer, which kills the shit out of motherfuckers. That doesn't – there's no month for that. If there is, it's it, there's no colors, there's no T-shirts, there's no, you know – it's just it's just a weird fucking hypocrisy, and, and you know I I posted that shit the other day, and um, you know someone uh, a girl and you know I I believe she's you know um, she's uh, you know had some cancer close to her you know whether it was herself or her family or something like that, so I think she actually took offense to it and she said not funny, and uh, you know that's when I elaborated and said dude it's not supposed to be funny I mean look at this and look at that. Like, why is it just, just breast cancer? I mean, there's, there's so many types of cancer that's killing every fucking body. You know what I mean? Shit. I mean, you know, they're, they're still allowed to fucking chew tobacco on a fucking baseball field, but you know, the, the tobacco and you know, there's so many cigarette smokers and shit. The lung cancer is the, the number one fucking cancer. So how is it that you don't go above and beyond with, you know, that type of awareness and going at that type of thing, but, you know, a different cancer, all of a sudden you really care a lot. I mean, it's just, uh, to me, it's it's fucking crazy. Um, so that, that's just, I don't know, that's just how I feel about it. Um, the thing I forgot to mention about the gauge thing, because um, the other reason I did want to bring that up again was... Um, Last show where I talked about it, um, I had mentioned that that the one dude who donated $400 was an asshole because, you know, anyone who just throws their fucking money at something like that, to me, is an asshole. So, I mean, do whatever you want to do, but you're going to have somebody somewhere, sometime, 
believe that you're an asshole for doing such things with your money. Because, again, these are the type of people who wouldn't donate fucking $20 to a legitimate cause, but for that cause, $400 comes right out, no problem. So, to me, that person's an asshole, right? So, apparently, that person listened to that show. And I didn't hear anything about it, whatever. It is what it is. And um, and then I was on the, the, the group, the, the Deathmatch group, and I see this dude saying something, and it's like he's having a conversation with himself. So I'm thinking to myself, well, shit, somebody must have me blocked because this dude's saying, oh, yeah, that's a good point, this and that, and he's the only one on that comments. So I say, well, shit. So I have my, my friend screenshot the the post so I could see who, who the fuck was it. And, yep, that was the dude I was talking about. So it's just funny to me because people are such fucking pussies that, you know, they listen to something because they want to hear what's said, but once something's said, they don't want to hear a fucking thing from you again. Now, you know, it wasn't something that I was putting all over the Internet and I was, you know, tagging them and all this. To me, blocking people should either be because they're harassing you online or maybe even if you're in a group and they're always saying dumb shit, and now you don't want to see their comments anymore. Because I do that all the time with, like, the 49er group and shit. If people just say dumb shit all the time, like, you know, uh, in the beginning of the season, you know, Cap had a really good game, but um, which hasn't happened in a couple of weeks. Cap had a really good game, but um, they're just against him. He throws one bad pass, and they're like, oh, put the, put the fucking back up in. And it's like, oh, fuck you. I don't want to hear your opinion. Your opinion's garbage, you know? Um, so, um, you know, you, you block that person, and then you never hear their bullshit opinion again. Well, I, I really don't go above and beyond on those groups and stuff. A, a lot of these people, to me, are functionally retarded. And, um, you know, this, this is just from the shit that I read that they say all the time. It, it's fucking crazy. It's absolutely fucking crazy. I, I left that group a long time ago, and um, recently I, I got back in it. Um, I don't even fully remember my reason for getting back in it, but I did. And it is, you know, there's a couple of good things here and there, but, you know, there's a bunch of absolute ridiculous shit. So, I don't know, man. You know, I always kind of just say how I feel, and you can like it, you can not like it. I mean, I I don't say shit just to say it or or try to just be a dickhead to people. I'm, I'm being authentic. That's all I could do. That's the only fucking thing I could do. That's the way I live. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was funny because um, not only did I not know he was listening to the show, um, I didn't know I was blocked as a result of it. So it was pretty funny to find that out. I was pretty amused. But um, anyway, um, so, yeah, let me let me take a break. I'll come back. I'll talk about the CZW show and um, – and some other things coming up. A big weekend for me, actually. Um, so, yeah, let me see. I, I know I... Uh, all right, let's play this. It's the G-O-D. Father, y'all pee. P-Body. Hit nines and parties. Desi, yo, my head, my chick, good night, fling. 
drama we bring, your that's a small thing. I right, now, pay attention to the guard body, Sean P. Smacking you niggas with the sketch, kid. Sean, illest nigga too. Smack earth, wind, and fire, and make that nigga straight retire. You get mad glory, and your flow is mad corny. Your tight ass clothes put you in the fat category. That funny style like Brad Brother Corny. You're broken than the fucking joke like half on the 40. I blast on the shorty, young and out of his mind. Get your snot box, rocks in the box, that's pine. Flesh, turn the magazine world just like swine. I kill your whole squad, part with just one line. I'm God's type with divine, all type with the rhyme. A weirdo, I hear those lines waste the time. Y'all can't fuck around with Paul, please. It's the G-O-D. DJ Hyde, fuck you. I don't gap it, I just clap it. Y'all still thinking it's just rapping, but boot camp is a tough unit, so you should just adjust to it. Cause my whole attitude is rough to it. People in my project say it rough, yo, fuck music. I've been loving rap since Run was crushed, proven. I don't eat tofu, I don't drink soy milk. Always in the beef part, don't get your boy killed. Lyrically, I'm killing them. Call Tay, tell them I got Yeg and Wilmington. Call up some of my fam. These crackers buying crack a hundred a gram. I got a gun in my hand. Don't make me take your life. I do wrong just to make shit right. Right? I thank God for fucking Drew. What out the deal? Who knows what the fuck I do? Probably stand on the corner with a gun in the beeper. Act wrong, clap strong, put your son in the sleeper. Son with the reefer. I got a room with your joint. Bring the chorus and I'll prove my point. Peace. Yeah, so, um, this weekend's a pretty big weekend for me. I got, um... First things first, uh, Saturday, you know, in the morning, I got to head out to, uh, where the fuck is it? I don't even remember. It's in Pennsylvania, though, and um, that's the badass dash I'll be doing. So um, that's, uh, I have two races left. I have the badass dash this weekend, and the next weekend I have Tough Mudder, which will be my third Tough Mudder I've done, and um, that's it. That's that's uh, the end of my race season right there, and then it's just fucking full force training all the way till next race season. Um, it's gonna be beefly, beefly off season. I, I can see it fucking now, man, because I continue to make fucking progress upon progress. And um, yeah, man. Um, so I'm doing badass dash. Um, it's about two hours away, so. Uh, my race time is like noon. Uh, I'll be done in less than two hours because it's not a super long race. It's got a lot of obstacles, but not a super long race. So under two hours, I'll be done. I'll be back here. Should be by four and showered and ready. And then I'll be able to head to the fucking skate zone to be there before seven because that's when the pre-show starts. And I want to see the pre-show because of the one match. The other match makes me not want to see the fucking pre-show, but this is what they do. They give you a mixed bag so you can't just skip it all together. Um, I think they're doing the same thing where the iPay-Per-View will have uh, no actual intermission. It'll go through with those pre-show matches, you know, uh, put into the intermission spot, which is good. I I do like that, um, that type of thing, but... Um, on the on the shows that they did that with that I went to this one and and the other one, uh, I lucked out because I happen to be off. I'm not off. I don't know about leaving extra fucking early from work just for that. If I got to split the pre matches looking like this. Um, so anyway, uh, the one pre match, um, pre show match is um, 
Frankie Picard and the Dub Boys versus Poseidon and his Sea Friends. Okay, I don't give a motherfuck about that match. Not there is not a fucking thing that those fucking guys can do in that match is going to make me give a fuck. Not there's nothing. There's nothing they could do. Um, the other match is Leo Rush versus fucking. Aaron Williams, and that is going to be a banging-ass match. That's going to be a real good fucking match. So I'm looking forward to that, and that is my reason for, you know, being there for the pre-show. As long as I can, of course, uh, which which I should definitely be able to. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, the main show consists of quite a – Quite a bit of good matches. Let's go from the bottom of this uh, page as I'm looking at it. Got um, Masada versus Rory Gulak. That should be really good. This is going to be a wrestling match. Rory's not doing the deathmatch stuff anymore, and um, they're going to work some kind of, you know, angle where Rory tries to keep it wrestling, and it should be really good. Masada can wrestle his ass off, and, um, you know, this will be a good match. Um, Joe Gacy versus AR Fox. I think that should be pretty good. Um yeah, yeah, that should be that should be an exciting match. Um, Greg Excellent versus Dick Justice. I don't give a fuck, not at all. Um, Sozio versus Pepper Parks. I don't give a fuck at all about that either. Um, David Starr versus JT Dunn's going to be really, really good. Um, I I expect that to really be good. Um, Tim Dons versus Joey Janela. All I want out of this match is Janela to win that fucking ugly ass bitch. Title that that stupid fucking title that should be the junior title. This fucking wired rainbow fucking divas title bullshit. I I hate it. I hate every bit about it. But the fact that it is a title in CZW, um, it belongs on someone who could be exciting and actually do something in the ring that the fans will fucking pop for. Um, that doesn't mean everybody who has the title should be a face. But in the same token, um, I, I don't think Don brings anything to the table. I, I really don't. I'm I'm yet to see what CZW could benefit so highly from Tim Don's for. I, I you know I heard for fucking well over a year that man Tim Don's would do so good in CZW. Tim Don's would do so good in CZW, and I'm just yet to see why. I, I just I can't see why. Um, so I want Janelle to win that stupid looking fucking belt. And uh, make something out of it again. Um, you know, and honestly, like, I, I like Joe Gacy with the belt, too. And I think it came to a fucking screeching halt of any momentum when fucking Dons got involved in it. As soon as Dons got attached to Joe Gacy, all momentum came off that fucking belt. I think he was doing good for a while, and, and it just kind of fell flat. Again, the belt doesn't have an identity. They want it to kind of be just another belt, but they refused to give it an identity. Um, it, it was kind of like their junior belt, and they kind of went a little more open weight with it, and then they did like a, you know, they, they kind of, they, they did a bunch of different shit to kind of give it no identity on purpose, but that's not appealing. It's really not appealing. So that's why I like a junior title, because at least you know the type of, um, action you're going to look for in that type of match. I mean, they just go wired title. They don't have a wired fucking TV show. That's that, that's what it was based on. Uh, you know, they might as well have a fake you TV title. You know, what the fuck, man? 
So anyway, um, Team Tremendous and the Beaver Boys, those guys have had a lot of really good matches. So this should be good too. Um, eventually they got to stop fucking wrestling each other though. I don't know if they're dragging this shit all the way to cage of death because um, it's getting pretty fucking excessive. Um, but again, you guys are great wrestlers and um, you know, it should be a good match. Um, Matt Rima defending his title against the guy he beat for it, and that's Black G's. This should be good. Uh, these guys have had some really good matches together, and um, I, you know, I didn't like the little quick match that they had to uh, to give Fremont the belt. I think it was a little rushed, and uh, you know, it could have been a lot better. Um, this one, I think they're going to absolutely tear it down. That's what I think. Um, the uh, the main event is the Nation of Intox Nation of Intoxication. Versus uh, OI4K, four on four. So you got uh, Lucky 13, Connor Claxton, Danny Havoc, and Devin Moore versus Eric Ryan, Alex Colon, and Haven J. Chris. Um, Tangle Web should be fucking good. I, I want to see something impressive construction wise out of this shit because, you know, Tangled Web used to be a big fucking thing, and then they turned it, um, I think it was last year or the year before. They really started making it just like, eh, a little bit of barbed wire in the match. Like, it wasn't a fucking web anymore. It wasn't, like, a big fucking deal. Like, you know, it used to be, like, fuck, man. Like, uh, what kind of contraption will they build for that? What kind of contraption will they build for Cage of Death? Obviously, Cage of Death was always a bigger scale. But uh, Tangled Web had become, like, its own fucking super dangerous contraption. What will it be like? All of that shit. And then... um you know, and then they kind of let off of it. It's a um, pretty elaborate type thing for the DJ Tremont thing. And I think once DJ wasn't involved in the Tangled Web, all of a sudden the effort came out of it. Shocking. Um, so, yeah, but I'm looking forward to this show. I honestly think it's it's going to be pretty fucking entertaining, this, uh, this card. And, um, you know, a couple points that I, I don't think um, I'm too excited about. But in the same token... There is so much uh, good shit packed onto this card that if all those matches come through, it's going to be a can't fucking miss show. Um, so, uh, you know, I recommend anybody who, you know, wants to watch high pay-per-view thing, you know, go out there, get the high pay-per-view. Um, or if you want to go to the show, go to the show, whatever. Um, so, you know, is what it is. Um, if anyone wants uh, one of those uh, I'm a Zandig guy t-shirts, uh, I will have them with me in the car. So, you know, whether it be before the show or like an intermission thing or after the show, you want to grab one, you know, I don't, I don't try to sell shit in people's buildings. That That's not my deal. I just don't, I have more respect for people than that. I, I'm not that type of dude. So again, hook up with me outside the building, you know, let me know we'll run out to the car type thing. That that's a different story. But, um, but yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's the whole uh, CZW talk that I had. Um, a couple couple things I want to get into about uh, football real quick. Cause I did get cut off uh, the last time I tried to talk about football. Um, all right, I, I know I got to help this guy out here. All right. Oh. I'm not sure anymore, more, who is knocking at my door, door, all the people that I knew, 
Acting funny when Big Rug got some loot But they can't see me, let my parabellum fly, fly Cause I be God's cipher divine, fine And a nigga can't test me in my mind If you wanna come feel it, nigga come for try Some say show prices, nices on my devices Pack power which make me more mightier than ISIS Try this, that's when the rough shakes the Richter Inflict the repain, my aim is to rip ya Picture, you trying to break through my pack My eight blast, oh you fucking snakes in the grass What the hell when angel dust plus I bust the devil's lungs with the that come from tip of the tongues, now you strung. Sean sparks like John Starks in the fourth quarter. Order meets my peace, deep like the Torah. Unforgettable like Nat King, bat swings. Louis Bill chill because my motherfucking slap stings. This track brings the average courage to a halt. Is it my fault you fell victim to my verbal assault? If I had dollars for every nigga who dared to battle me, your microphones, I'd fuck around and be your millionaire. Chump starts are from the dark, resubmerge, I splurge. On herds with verbs and the usage of my words Don't be swollen or for trees and colon Then lyrical functions bend I flow like trains through Broadway Junction See punks get bent or constant Consistently When the R-U-G blesses them S-T-C Guards when black don't slack Never cut slack, they've been back to the whack Snatch arms like jack Shit is actual and factual That my mental might blast food It reacts like a gun to Mental releases pieces of no Making your brains blow Got pros that froze like something but with flow I jams like the master shoot my lyrics like Jake DMCs run from my house, I don't play On bad days, who display dismay, blow away Play movie celebrity, you done away like that I'm not sure anymore, more. Who is knocking at my door All the people that I knew Acting funny when Big Rock got some loot But I don't care, let my parabellum fly, fly Cause them can't see God's life for divine, fine Never fuck with me or mine, mine If a man wants to feel it, it might come for try For this bond joke Niggas don't know me, hoes blow me, show me affection for taunts and direction. My direction, the pistols pointed at niggas on Bristol. Who thought it was fun to pull guns and issue my dismissal? But you can't handle this, I get scandalous with cannabis. And this my system, which make me more odd than Tony Randall, bitch. Through the circumstances and lyrical advances. Love the men die, why? Cause of my verbal enhancement. Transmit, lyrics over my mental highway. I say what I wanna, smoke marijuana, gonna hit you in the verse. So nigga, no shit, fuck. Boom in my system, keep me in time with two. I'm not sure anymore, more. Who is knocking at my door, door? All the people that I knew acting funny when Big Bird got some loot. I don't care, I let my parabellum fly, fly. Cause them can't see God's life with divine vibe. Never fuck with me or mine, mine. You can feel it if you're going to try.
<laughs> All right. So, yeah, um, man, Gotham's off the fucking hook again. Um, I, I just jump into that real quick. But can't believe they fucking killed Jerome, man. I, I know that they're going to plant seeds for this to be the origin of the Joker and this and that, but I just feel like that dude played the fucking Joker character so fucking good that he should have been the final fucking Joker. Um, he, he really had a lot of fucking appeal as far as, like, what the fuck is this guy going to do next? And he was so over the fucking top. Really, really good portrayal. Um, I know there's going to be more to it. And um, as they said, like, uh, you know, before he killed his father, his father said, uh, your legacy will be a curse on Gotham that will, um, you know, wake children out of their sleep and rain terror and and murder and all of that stuff. So um, I know a lot of people are going to take on that uh, – that persona and they're going to have that uh, that curse upon them or whatever the case is but um, yeah man I, I love that dude's portrayal I, I hope they're able to bring that back around and still use that guy in some form or fashion because uh, he was really fucking good um, but this season I mean it's still it's just it's fucking bananas man every week is fucking off the chain so I recommend that show very very highly um NFL, man, um, <laughs> real quick, oh, well, I mean, let me talk about my Niners real quick, alright, shit is fucked up, now, we got blown the fuck out by, first the Steelers, then the Cardinals, um, now, when we got blown out by the fucking Steelers, we couldn't do shit. Our offensive line was not holding up at all, and our defensive line wasn't holding up at all. Um, Ben Roethlisberger had all fucking day to just stand back there and throw, and there was nothing we could do about it. He was able to pick our secondary apart because um, our offensive line, or our defensive line, I should say, put no pressure on him. Um, And, you know, they were just all over cap. He had no time to throw and um, just couldn't get out of their own way. same kind of thing went for uh, the Arizona game. But uh, in that game, Cap made a lot of fucked up mistakes. Um, just threw four fucking picks, two pick sixes, two drives in a row. Just unbelievably bad throws, bad decisions. And uh, just, just really fucked that right up. And we just got blown the fuck out. Um, now, following that with this, this Green Bay game that just happened, we played pretty fucking solid defense. You know, I told the dude I was watching it with, look, man, we're playing solid fucking defense. We're putting really good pressure on Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and you're only going to keep him so much at bay. We held him to 17 points on the fucking game. That's not bad at all, especially, you know, with the way that the, the Packers are putting up points. Now, you you could put so much pressure on him. You can you know, but he's still going to make plays. He gets in the end zone fucking twice. That's not that fucking crazy. You know what I mean? So I feel like we did a good job on defense. On offense, Cap is, is having big problems back there. He, he's not getting the right pass protection, and um, he's just not seeing more than one read. He's seeing his first read. He's fucking. If that guy's covered, we're fucked. He's standing back there, and he's getting sacked because he's only seeing the one read. There's other guys that are open, but he's only looking at the first first read, and if that's covered, he's fucked. Um, 
I mean, the guy, it still baffles me. There's shit wrong. There's shit really wrong with his game because um, he doesn't have that field vision that he really needs to have. Dude has a cannon for an arm, and dude's fucking fast as hell, right? Why is it that last year this guy is both the fastest quarterback in the NFL and the most sacked quarterback in the NFL? Those two things shouldn't go together. If you're so fucking fast, you should be the last one getting caught back there. But he's the first one. Uh, This guy will avoid a tackle, and instead of getting rid of the ball, he stands back there and waits for the second motherfucker to show up. And this is what's been going on, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, You know, the heat keeps coming on him and shit. And I'm telling you, if this whole season goes this way with him, I hate to say it, man, because I do like Colin Kaepernick, but we are going to be looking at at quarterbacks in the draft. Um, So we may be in for a long season. We got got the Giants Sunday Night Football this week. I I like to see us bounce back and get this fucking win. I really do. I don't think the Giants are unbeatable. This isn't just me saying it because this is my guys. I think it's the most beatable team that we've played in weeks. Um, you know, we played the Packers, the Cardinals, and the Steelers. Um, those are both pretty big teams. Um, so, I guess we're going to have to see. But, obviously, you know, I'm going to pick my guys on that. Um, there's a lot of teams in turmoil right now. The Dallas Cowboys are without Tony Romo and Des Bryant. Um, that that spells trouble. Unfortunately, um, for the rest of the NFC East, they're garbage. I mean, fucking Eagles are in big trouble. They don't know what to do with themselves. They they fucking scraped out a loss uh, this past week. It's crazy because the Redskins have, a, I think, a better record than anyone in the NFC East. They were the one team that everybody counted out, and somehow they're still the fucking one team that's a little bit closer to the top. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of issues there. The Colts was another team that was completely predicted to go to the Super Bowl. Everyone expected them to be awesome. Uh, on the defensive side of things, they're not getting things done. Uh, on the offensive side of things, they don't have any um, established run game. And it's not the running back's fault because that's Frank Gore and he can run. He did a good fucking job for us last year. He might be up there in age, whatever you want to call it. Um, but he, he can still fucking put in work. They are primarily using him as a pass blocker. And don't get me wrong, he's one of the best pass blocking running backs in the league. But it's not giving him a chance to establish a running game. So if all you have is a passing game out of Andrew Luck and the defense knows that, they're going to target that, they're going to shut him down. They're making it really hard on them out there. And the Colts' defense is not that fucking special. So it's really left them vulnerable with that one-track mind playbook that they got going. And um, they're they're not a force to be reckoned with this year. Not the way that everyone expected them to be. Um, so, uh yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's problems over there, too. Um, the Dolphins already fired their fucking coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Shit is going down. Um, so To the um, the picks, let me, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, yeah, I think I got the wrong fucking week up here on my goddamn thing. All right. Let me see. Got to reload the thing. For whatever reason, I had last week's games up there. All right. 
So we got Indianapolis at Houston. Um, Houston's favored by a point and a half, but I like Indianapolis here. Houston is exactly what I said they were going to be. They're a team that has a tough defense, and that offense is just invisible. They have big, big fucking problems. If you watch that, um, that um, fucking hard, hard knock shit, they went into the season saying Hoyer's our guy. Hoyer's our guy. They fucking took Hoyer out, put other dude in. Within another game, Hoyer was back in. Hoyer was out. Hoyer was in. They are not fucking solid on who they want to be their guy at quarterback. As soon as you know something bad goes on, they fucking throw the other guy in. Um, so there's no stability at quarterback. Um, Arian Foster's been out, so there's really no stability at running back. And um, they just they can't get anything going on offense. Defensively, those guys are just getting gassed. Uh, their defensive line, they're you know all up front is is badass, but um, their secondary is getting fucking scorched. And when it comes down to it, it's just those guys can't all stay on the field the whole game. If their offense can't make anything work to give that defense a break, I don't care how good the defense is, they're fucking toast. So I'm gonna go with Indianapolis pulling the win. You know, um, possibly showing some side of their offense that works. I'm hoping Frank Gore gets some shit done, man. He is fumbling the fucking ball, too. I think he's so out of work from them not running a pass-heavy offense. All that blocking he's doing, maybe that's just beating on his forearms. He can't hold the ball when he finally gets it. I I don't know what the fucking reason is, but he's definitely dropping the ball this season. It's a fucking shame. Um, But I'm going with Indy on that one. Washington, that's uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Washington at Atlanta. Atlanta's favored by seven and a half, and Atlanta looks like fucking no joke, no fucking joke right now. Um, they're running the ball, they're passing the ball, they're doing good fucking things out there. Uh, shout out to Lane on that one. He um, he's got to be fucking smiling because the Atlanta Falcons right now are are the real deal. Uh, the Chicago Bears at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Chicago or sorry, Kansas City is favored by nine and a half points. I like Kansas City to win this game, but not by fucking 10 points. So I'm going to go with Chicago just on the basis of that point spread because uh, I don't know about Kansas City blowing anybody out right now. I think they'll stay competitive, but um, they're not a high-scoring team. They're really not. Alex Smith is still um, having a hard time getting the ball in the end zone. Um, You know, so I'm going to go with Chicago just point spread-wise, but Kansas City won the game. Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore is favored by six and a half points. Man, Steve Smith went out last week. That's really rough on them. Cleveland, they're having big problems. They don't know what the fuck they're doing at quarterback either. Um, they might be another team looking at a quarterback in the draft. Um, I'm going to go with Baltimore this week, uh, despite the fact that I think Steve Smith is out and I had to sub him out of my fantasy roster. Um, and uh, then you got... Seattle at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's favored by a point and a half. I think it's actually going to be bigger than this. Cincinnati's no joke this year either. And um, Seattle's really getting lucky. Um, and, and not too consistently either because you look at, you know, the way that they started the season. It is what it is. They barely scraped out a win, to, win against Detroit. You know, huge controversy because, um, you know, it should have been a penalty. And they probably should have lost that fucking game too. So uh, Seattle is not the team that they were. Uh, bitch mode is out. I don't know if bitch mode's out going into this week, but it, it fucking sucks, man. I get this asshole on my fantasy team, and he's fucking out. If he's in, he's he's getting like 13 fucking yards. His mom's fucking yelling at people on the internet. It's fucking crazy. I mean, I'll take for that guy to fall off 
you know, I'll take fantasy losses for that guy to fucking fall off because I can't stand him. But fucking crazy though. Um, but I'm going with Cincinnati, man. They're they're a much stronger team, and um, I think their offense is really going to put it on that Seattle defense and expose them because th- that Legion of Boom shit is not an everlasting fucking statement. That shit was that year when they really came strong. Maybe you know two years. I mean, they, they just they don't. That's not just a never-ending fucking thing. Sherman has been exposed many and many a times, so don't get that fucked up. They let a lot of pieces of that defense go. And, um, yeah, Sherman, Sherman, uh, he can't just cover the best guy on the field. That's just not the way it works out there for him. Uh, they run that, that, uh, that zone defense and, um, they, yeah, he, he plays good for his side of the field, but, um, he, he's not the shutdown corner. He, he paints himself to be, um, Cincinnati wins that one. Uh, Jacksonville at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's favored by three and a half points, and Winston is having problems, man. I think Jacksonville's going to sneak this fucking win straight up. So, fuck Tampa Bay being favored. I say Jacksonville goes into Tampa Bay and pulls that win. Um, and uh, I think Alan Hearns hopefully pulls a touchdown or so. I may or may not start him this week, so um for that. Uh, New Orleans at Philly. Billy's favored by five and a half points. Uh, Drew Brees went out and did his thing despite the fit he's hurt. Um, Philly's in big trouble. I, I, I don't have that much confidence in what they're doing out there. I think New Orleans goes in and gets the win. I got a lot of away teams this week. Uh, St. Louis at Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by nine and a half points, and I do not think that's happening. St. Louis is going to put the defensive pressure on them that we did last week, but I think St. Louis actually gets the job done. If they don't get the job done as far as the win goes, I think they stay in close enough um, competition with them to not let them fucking win the game by nine and a half points. So uh, I'm going with St. Louis on the basis of the point spread and possibly even winning the game. Um, Buffalo Bills at the Tennessee Titans. Buffalo Bills are favored by three and a half points. I'm going to go with Buffalo, man. That defense is tough as fuck. The cart caught slipping against the Giants, but I don't think that's going to be a consistent thing. I do think that there are going to be points in the season where Buffalo's offense slips. But, um, and again, your offense slips too much. I don't care who your defense is. You're going to get burnt out on the field. So, um, but I don't think this is one of those occasions. I, I think Tennessee's going to get uh, blown up. Uh, Arizona at Detroit. Uh, you got Arizona favored by three and a half points. And, um, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Arizona on this one. They're a pretty strong team, and I think they show that against Detroit, who's kind of faltering um, and shouldn't have lost that game against Seattle. Um, Denver at Oakland. Uh, Denver's here by five and a half points, and Peyton Manning is really due for a bounce-back game. He's, he's been really struggling out there. He, he's doing his thing enough to keep uh, his team up top, but um, I think Denver bounces back big against Oakland and put up some points. Um New England at Dallas. New England's favored by eight and a half points, and I think they do that easily. Um, Dallas, you know, missing the pieces that they're missing. Uh, New England, you know, being a pretty fired-up New England team coming off that whole deflate gate nonsense. Uh, I think Tom Brady's going for fucking blood this year, and uh, I think New England wins by a couple touchdowns. Um, San Francisco at the Giants. The Giants are favored by seven and a half points, and I think our defense comes in playing ball. I think Kaepernick finally has a good game this week and silences the critics a little bit. I, I don't think he, you know, blows the fucking 
the minds of, of the haters. I, I don't think he uh, shocks the world or anything like that. But I think he at least has a game where not as many mistakes are made. I think the defense uh, keeps us in this game, and we end up getting this win. Um, and then the Monday night game being Pittsburgh at San Diego. San Diego's favored by three and a half points. I'm going to go with San Diego on this one. You know, Mike Vick in the game. Um, I don't think uh, he's going to continue to be able to pull wins. The Pittsburgh defense is good. The Pittsburgh offensive line is good. I think San Diego gets this win at home, though, on a Monday night. So uh, that that's my football picks. I'm definitely going to get more into this stuff as uh, the weeks go on. Uh, some more Gotham to talk about next week for sure. Um, and the CZW show. I, I don't know if, um, if I'm going to have a guest next week. Ah, oh, you know, I'll work that out. I haven't really thought about it yet, and um, you know, I'll, def- I'll have my race to talk about as well. So, um, you know, a lot of big things and everything. Like I said, it wasn't going to be a very long show, so um, you know, it is what it is. But um, but uh, plugs. Uh, check out my dude Andrew over there. He does Star Nation. He does uh, what the fuck is he? Here? Um, I-, I forgot what the other show he does is called. Um something about jackassery or something. But um check him out, yo. He he really helped me out with that fucking um with that tribute show I did last week, helping me do all the pre records. You know, um he hosted all the pre records on his thing, which, you know, it took for him to dedicate four nights of his week to me. You know what I mean? And and not like, you know, all fucking night, but at least fucking an hour a night, if not more. You know, and, and he had nothing to do with it other than just being my fucking friend and helping me out, man. So I, I really got to give a shout-out to that dude. Cause that's one of the dudes that, you know, I never met in person. Uh, you know, I know him through just doing this podcast thing. And, um, you know, he, he's really gone above and beyond to, you know, stay fucking loyal. And, um, you know, I, I try to help him out any chance that I, I can. And... um and, uh, you know, he, he's always done the same for me. You know, he, he plugs me every fucking time. No homo. Um, but, uh, you know, he uh, every time he does his shows, he gives me a fucking shout out. You know, I, I do the same for him. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's much appreciated what he did because, you know, that that made all the difference in the world and really made the show run very, very smooth because I wanted to do it that way. So I didn't have to worry about call times and trying to get everybody scheduled and lined up. And it was difficult enough to do the, uh, the pre-records that way and make sure we got that all right. Took a lot of patience, you know, on Andrew's side of things. And, um, I, I was really happy with the way it came out. So again, thank you to Andrew. Um, my dudes over at the sports den, they're probably doing show tonight. Uh, they do fucking tremendously long shows. So I'm sure, uh, they're probably just getting fucking rolling by the time I'm done with this. And, uh, they'll be covering all sorts of things, baseball and fucking full swing in the playoffs. And, uh, I think the NBA is right around the corner from starting up and, um, you know, obviously football is in full swing. So, uh, you know, definitely check them out over there. Um, what else, what else, what else? Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, see me this weekend, cop shirt. And um, I think that's about it. I will uh, check you motherfuckers out next week. Peace. Get the G-O-D, father y'all P, P-Bot. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You know why? 
You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. So, what I make you? Good? You're not good. You just know how to hide. How to lie. Me, I don't have that problem. Me, I always tell a truth. Even when I lie. So say goodnight to the bad guy. I'm gonna tell you something, the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no foolishness.